Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? So ladies and gentlemen, the very, very first time in the studio, we have looking at me right now, Marquesa Scalia. Marky. Say hi. Okay. We're going to move on. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. To be honest, I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> uh, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Whoa! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than Al. Chris Manzo 8, Venmo. Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. Should be like sports. What's up, everybody? This is a brand new Dear Albie. I have our friend Christine here. Christine, this is your first time doing the show. Have you ever listened to, do, have you ever listened to the show ever? Never. <clears throat> I really appreciate the support. Um, Christine is supposed to do the show with my sister Lauren. And I will not start without her. And well, I mean, it, it's going. This thing is rolling. Uh, you said you were nervous to do the show. Is there a particular reason? Because I feel like you will embarrass me. Why would I embarrass you? Because you tend to do that. I don't. I don't think I embarrass you ever in real life. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. See, this is why I need Lauren. Well, <laughs> see, and you didn't think you were going to be any good. Look how good you are. Oh yeah. You're doing so great. Oh, yeah, sure. This is fantastic. No, but you said uh, about what ten seconds ago, Lauren just came down and said uh, she just didn't feel like doing this. Correct. It, it was her idea to do it. Well, no, I mean, it was, I, I asked you guys to come, and then it was her idea. She called me and said, "Let's do it. Let's show up." But you suggested it. Yeah, of course. I texted you guys and I said I thought you would be good on the podcast. I just feel like you're going to embarrass me, and <clears> you're going to enjoy it. I don't think I'm going to embarrass you and enjoy it, Christine. That's not that's not a nice way to think. So you have no idea what the show is about, what it no, does. No, I, I, I don't support you. 
I'm sorry. No, it's fantastic. I, that that much I've gathered in this conversation. So um, I, I feel like a terrible friend at this particular moment. Yeah, I think that would that would be a pretty good way. I mean, you've heard of it. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just have been ignoring this the instagrams the conversation the everything about i mean it. if you post something in instagram i'll support by like liking your mm-hmm. posts well i mean now you're you're basically you're you're a family friend um and you're a friend of of lauren and candace's really you were friends with candace first right mm-hmm. Correct. so did you listen when candace was on the show i did not so really you're not just not supporting me you're not supporting any of us well that's harsh because technically speaking everybody's done the show yeah, but does Candace listen to the show, or did Candace listen to the I'm show when Candace positive. was on the show? If you know Candace. Candace definitely only listened to the show when she was on it. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, probably. So why probably. are you coming down on me about it? I'm not coming down on you about it. I'm just trying to explain to you how, you know, I, I would just think that maybe when Candace was on, maybe you would tune in then, or maybe when Lauren was on. They were both very mean to me when they did the show. See, this is why I need her. Where is she? Because you're 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 hoping to have somebody here to gang up on me with. Is no, that no, no. Because I feel like you're going to ask me a question and I might not be comfortable in responding to it, mm. and then I'll have her to be like, "Al, shut up." I don't. It's just not that kind of show. I mean, what kind of show do you think you're on right now? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm walking into here. You don't know any, any anything I know, about it because I don't listen to it. Okay. Well, we took basically what we did um, on this show, which is an awesome plug, uh, being that you don't listen to it ever. Um, Maybe now I'll start. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, will you start with your episode? I guess. Yeah, so you're I guess gonna, that's a good idea. You're going to play this exactly like Lauren and Candace said. I don't. I bet you Lauren didn't even listen to her episode. Has Lauren listened to any other episodes? Uh, I don't know. No, she's definitely made it very clear on every show that she's done the shows and listened to the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but it's a good show. We take uh, we take basically questions from old advice columns, and we ask them to me, and we had a little mailbag. Okay, um, and it's uh, uh, for the listeners here. This is the time that we plug that, dearalbumailbag at gmail.com, and people started writing in their own questions. Now, as you know, we were on reality TV for a number of years, and everybody was chiming in on our lives and what the hell was wrong with us, and this is kind of like our turn to chime in on theirs, because they've been writing in some pretty crazy stuff about their own lives, and we basically just kind of butt in on people's, other people's business. So are you, are you giving people advice? I mean, I suppose that we're, we're responding. Whether or not it's advice or not is up to them. I mean, they're they're basically, you know, letting us get involved in their business. And they either, you know, they're either okay with it or they're not. I don't know. I mean, I suppose if you don't want our response, don't don't write in, I yeah, guess. It's the easy is the easy answer. Now, does that kind of blow your mind that people are writing in for advice? I feel like if they were writing in for advice from your mom... That would make sense. You're trying to say I give bad advice. No. Because you and I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, Christine, but you have come to me for advice in the past. You have. I. You have. I don't know if that's entirely true. It's kind of true. Advice about... I'm just like personal stuff. We, we, You and I have a good friendship. We I talk. Think, I think in regards to maybe sometimes dating advice from a guy's perspective. Sure. But other than that, that's about it. Oh, wow. That's that's fantastic. Thank you so much. You're really doing... You're doing <laughs> You're doing a marvelous job. Really, you're making me feel awesome. I'm so sorry. Um, as as this goes on, um, yeah, Lauren's still not down here. I'm gonna text her. You should. You should text should her. I... Yeah, give her a call. Throw it on. Yeah, throw it on speaker. Here we go. Imagine if she ignored me. I was just saying to my mom upstairs. I was like, I don't want to go down there, but I heard them start. So once I heard them start, I snuck upstairs. <laughs> yeah, no, you need to get down here right now. You think this is so funny? She thinks mm. it's so funny. That's that's so messed up. Oh I don't I don't think it's nice of them at all. No, no. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, so a couple things. So um, does it insult you that your number isn't stored on my phone? What? Yeah. See. 
I what hit you right you back. Yeah, your number's not my phone. Why? Isn't that crazy? I always think that it is too. I just always so assume that it is. when I text you, you just know it's me? Or well, you've you got like, no, you know why? Is. You've got like three numbers in a row. Yeah, 444. Four, four. Yeah. And um, I'm like, what? So for some reason, it just makes so me remember. So all these years, do you know that your brother doesn't keep my number in his Lauren phone? Lauren is here, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know, uh, yeah, I just broke the news to Christine that her number is not saved in my Isn't phone. Isn't that insulting? But, do you have Al's number in your phone? Yeah, of course. But but she doesn't listen to the show. But does Lauren listen to the show? No. So Did you, you listen to your episodes? So you don't know anything about anything so that's, going on? That's not a, that's not a I reason I do know why. that I'm the most beloved Dear Albie guest. How do you know that? Because everyone messages me and tells me. She hasn't, she hasn't, she hasn't like posts. I don't think she follows us. Nothing. I would post if you asked me to. Well, I mean, it's just the type of thing that I feel like if you were part of the show, you'd post it yourself. I'm not thirsty like that. I don't ask anybody to do it. But my question is, is why are you telling me that my number's not in your phone? Is it to hurt because my you, feelings? Yes. Like I'm not a good enough friend that my number doesn't deserve to be saved? No, no, no. You've got, the four, 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 you've got the 444 thing. You know, a couple times I have wanted to text you, and I'm like, that's so weird. Maybe I have it saved under a nickname or something. And then I have to th- but, myself. So when I texted you last week. Yeah, the 444 gave it you away. You just knew it was me. It's the 444. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if, if there wasn't a 444, I'd probably, I'll, I'll tell you what. If, let's get through the show, and, you know, depending on how it goes, and maybe if you're a little nicer to me, I'll save your oh, number no, in my phone. O- it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I don't need you to do me any favors. <laughs> Lauren, welcome back. Did you think you'd be doing this show ever again, Lauren? Lauren's not into this today. I'm What's... never into it. Every, every time we do it, he picks the worst times for me to do it. Well, do you have fun when you do it? Mm. I feel like you have fun when you do it. Hmm. Now, Lauren, you've thrown up every time you've done the show. Yeah. Um, she was just doing upstairs. That's why she took forever. Yeah, we had a couple people ask about that. Like, number one, if if they thought but Why we, did that even come up? Because she throws up every time we do the show in the middle of the show. She just gets up oh, and throws up. okay. Um, so now, people, some people actually thought we made it up. Um, and a couple of people actually asked about, like, how many times a day do you do, you do that? It's um, not that I, I'm not bulimic or anything. It's when your lap band is too tight. Or like if it's like at like at like a regular tightness, but like you overeat. So like there are times that I'll take a bite of food and be like, okay, this is gonna be the bite that's gonna make me throw up my food because like I know that it's you know that my my body's had enough. Um, but also on a day like today, it is extremely hot out. But with like the air conditions or whatever, it's like it's like ninety five degrees out today or something. But with the air conditions here in New Jersey, it feels like one hundred and fifteen, and it's very humid so naturally that would make someone's body swell up but what like, i don't understand is everybody that has a has the lap band throws up when they eat like that oh, that throws no, up. not my dad throws up a lot yeah. but it's not everybody it's the people like it's my own fault that i throw up it's not the lap band's fault it's my fault like i know that so you ate too much yeah like i know like if i take smaller bites and chew then i won't throw up but i'm kind of like oh whatever yeah like today at lunch and I'll like shovel, shovel my mouth. Yeah. Like, and then be like, oh, I got to throw up. I'll get up like five times to throw up. It must be un- un- very unpleasant. It's not. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm glad we cleared it up. Um, So we're, we're going to get right into it, guys. So we're going to go to the Brownstone tonight for dinner. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's different. We sit at the bar. Daddy's at the bar free. That's... So you can come. You okay. won't feel like, you know. Okay. That's never happened Even before. though my number's not in Al's phone, I'm still welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're really upset about that. Should Christine's I have to very sensitive. Christine, it's not a you thing. Me and you talk via DM a lot. We actually get into that. I feel like you probably talk to a lot of people via DM a lot. No, a lot of my friends hit me up on DM. Oh, burn. Uh, was, that, was that an insult? Yeah, I think so. Was it really? Okay. Well, it, it's funny because it's actually going to come up later in the show. Believe it or not, I saw it. Um, but we're going to start this thing off. 
Wait, I want to talk about how oh, here we go. Al has been sending us screenshots of conversations from Aline. Uh, so you didn't listen to the last thing. Who's obviously. Aline? No, I so, didn't. But I know Aline <clears throat> was very upset with me specifically. Uh, Aline sent in a really um, uh, an ups- she was upset about how her name was being pronounced. And I don't even remember what I said about Aline. Aline's name. Uh, I guess you butchered the pronunciation of her name. Oh, I mean. I, I named my daughter Marquesa expecting people to butcher she, saying her name. So she wrote me a DM um, saying that she listened to the show, which she told us the week before she was done listening to the show. I saw that. Yeah, but now Wait, she's but then, back. Can you someone tell me who this person yeah, is? Her name's Aline. That's it. She oh. Well, she she had written in and we kind of, I wouldn't say we made fun of her name, but I was like, Aline, like, Aline, like, we couldn't figure out how to say her name. It's spelled A-L-I-N-E. A-L-I-N-E. It's spelled like a line. So I'm like, what the fuck kind of name is that? Like, how do you say, you know what I mean? I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings. You know what, Christine? This is a perfect example for Christine to be here because, Christine, what do I always tell you? About what? Like, if you were to be offended by something like that. Like, if I were to be like, is your name Christine? Is it Christine? What is it? How do I say it? If you were to get upset, I'd be like, you're too fucking sensitive. Right? You're too fucking sensitive, Aline. I didn't know if we were allowed to swear. You're too sensitive. You're you're, you're a couple weeks old. Uh, Aline wrote in. in. (laughs) But she keeps writing in. But we're cool now. I I know that. But Aline Aline has a problem with me. I've noticed (laughs) that from the screenshots. And that's fine, Aline. You have a problem with me. But you got to have thicker skin. All right? But sometimes I'm it's, sorry. Not, it's not so easy to I didn't mean I didn't Poor mean to, hurt, is, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. For a month now. I did not mean to hurt your feelings. You no. know, it did not come from a mean place. I'm not a mean well, person. Lauren doesn't know. have a mean bone in her body. I don't. No, it's crazy. People think I do. No, people not think even, I do. Not even, not, not I'll tell you what's nuts. This show has had a lot of people whose names have gotten pronounced differently, um, especially when Chris is on. Chris did it on, on, uh, on purpose. And somebody wrote in, um, and we call her Meg Han. Okay. M-E-G-H-A-N. Yeah. And Chris called her Meg Han and she freaked out. And we actually have people writing in asking what is the last thing that happened to Meg Han. But anyway, I digress. We're going to get into the questions a little bit. Um, so this is actually a Dear Abby. It's a little softball for you. Okay. It's, came in in 2006. Um, the question is, Dear Abby, my husband and I are in our late 30s, healthy and in good shape. Our love life is good and we get along better now than we ever have in our marriage. Before we get older... My husband has asked me to visit a nudist beach or resort with him. He also says he would like to spice up our sex life by making love in the forest behind a mount- beside a mountain stream or even in the backseat of our car in a secluded spot. Coming from a religious background, I am not totally comfortable with the idea of going nude at a beach in front of a lot of other people or the thought of being caught having sex in the woods. My husband says that visiting a nudist beach or resort is not about exhibitionism or, immorta- or, or immorality. He says it is about enjoying nature and feeling the sensation of being free outdoors. To be honest, these are things I might like tr- I might like to try, but I am just not sure. I'm concerned about what others would say and think if they found out. My husband says what we do is our business, and the only way anyone would know is if we told them. Would it be wrong for us to go to a nude beach or resort or just try it out? Wondering Wife in Pennsylvania. So this is interesting. Um, I just got back from Spain. Um, and I didn't know, uh, I, I guess the beach that we were on was a nude beach. I feel like Europe is just much more free and non-judgmental. Nobody cared. Yeah. And people were just like walking around like, they're, like there are kids around. I'm like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Which I, you, I, you would think at a minimum, they'd be like hours on that. You know what I mean? But people are just letting I it fly. We have a different 
mentality of that here. Do, are you are you in any way uncomfortable with the? You know, there's a nude beach in Jersey. I want, I'm going to look that up actually while we're doing this. But uh, I do believe there's a nude beach in New Jersey. But do, I, I don't. I can't see myself ever like as the. If you want to go to a nude beach, good for you. Do your thing. But as a husband to a wife, I can't be like, hey, honey, you want to go get naked on the beach in front of a bunch of strangers? I just don't see that happening. I mean, everybody has their own thing. I guess if it was my husband and that was something that he wanted to do and it was like super important to him, I would do it. However, it's not something I would ever want to do. Or do. So then you are, do you, you kind of like factor it into like you want to do anything for your husband type of person, even if it makes you uncomfortable or like do you fight yeah. back a little bit? I mean, I guess it depends on what it is, but when it's something like that, I would do it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's go to a nude beach. Lauren, if Vito hit you up and said, honey, I'm dying to go hit the nude beach, what would your reaction be? Um, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you probably would. Can you imagine him there alone, naked? <laughs> can you Vito. imagine Vito walking around naked alone <laughs> on a beach? That's amazing. Yeah. That would be really something. But I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like it's just, I don't know. It's not for me. And it's not like I, I would be embarrassed of how I look naked kind of thing. It's just kind of like a... Yeah, I wouldn't love it. It wouldn't be my favorite day in the world. But if that was something that was really important to my partner, I would do it. Now, if you went to a nude beach. You also don't have to get nude at a nude beach. It's not like a a rule. Well, let's say you went to a nude beach, right? You don't have to get naked. Like I would go and just not get naked. Well, I mean, that was Spain. I didn't know I was on a nude beach. I mean, like fully naked in Spain? Uh, Or is it just like they didn't uh, have no top? Well, I didn't see anybody with the bottoms off. Yeah, I saw okay. I saw to- okay. I saw no top. So topless. And it was weird, you know. Like it just it's not used, you're not used to seeing it. Yeah. Number one, and it's just I'm I'm sitting at a cafe and I saw that and it was yeah. really like I can't I can't believe you didn't it. Expect it. Yeah, and but like to me, guys going to nude beaches and walking around naked is somehow like a weirder a much weirder thing for me. Number one, because I don't think guy tan lines are really that big of a deal, and number two, like if. You were there, right? And so you you go to a, a a nude beach with like a guy you're dating or something, right? And he's like totally getting all into it and looking at other people. I would, I, I mean, I'd be a little weirded out. Some guy walked around and like the girl I was with was like staring at like you know his junk walking by. That's not for me. I feel like the only guys that are gonna go on the nude beach with their uh, peepees hanging out are gonna be the showers, not the growers. <laughs> the showers, not the growers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point, though. Because they don't want to embarrass themselves. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to be like, look at that guy's small If you're there with pee-pee. your partner, too, you don't want to be like the woman that's next to the guy yeah. who's like... But, I mean, like, if, if like you know, if they're a grower, not a shower, then you're like, oh, you should see when it's a grower. Like, yeah, oh, but yeah. you don't want to be the guy that grows at the nude beach. You also don't want to be somebody who has to explain it, either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, is it insulting if you walk around and some guy's like, you know... All like at attention, just walking around saying hi. Like, I mean, I don't know. Does that happen? Well, let me ask you this. Let's say, would you would you go to a nude beach by yourself? No. What's the point? Well, let's say you did with a group of friends, right? And a guy I don't have friends that would want to do that. And a guy, let's say, let's say, but let's no. just say hypothetically okay. speaking, right? 
a group of friends like they're at a bachelorette party in like Ecuador or something. I have no idea why I'm saying Ecuador if they're even nude beaches in Ecuador. I'm just throwing the thing out. And a guy naked walked up to you on the beach. Let's say you had your bathing suit on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Respectful, this, that, and the other. Okay. He just happened to be at a nude beach where you were. Oh, don't touch the wireless. Well, what kind of a cheap fucking shit is this that I can't <laughs> touch a wire? So what, if a guy was naked at the nude beach, right? can't really hold that against him but he walked up to you and just said hey you know you think you're really pretty i'd love to take you out sometime this that and the other talking to new people no that's right but you're on a new beach whether no i said new people so whether you're nude or not i don't really want to talk to you so i probably just wouldn't say anything wow okay yeah okay you know she gets into now the husband then brings it to having sex in public which is a totally different thing like that i don't think that's okay anywhere like i don't think that they've got no like 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 legal you know what i mean they don't have like like well you have to get caught like Nude beach is not the same as sex beach. Well, they're not. He, she's not. He's not saying that he wants to have sex on the beach. He says he wants to have sex outside Out, somewhere. Outdoors, yeah. yeah. I, but I don't see the whole nature thing. I just think he's trying to get down with her, and and you know. Maybe she's boring. I don't know. But anyway, do you want to hear what Abby said? I would love to. Um, she said, "Dear wondering wife, I recommend you consider your husband's suggestion suggestions one at a time." And see how comfortable you are with each other. There's nothing sinful about going to a nude beach with one's husband. When you do, you will see entire families of and people of every age enjoying themselves, all looking remarkably similar and none of them leering at anyone else. Should you run into people you know, I can't imagine anyone gossiping about it, since they would have to explain how they happen to see you. As for spicing up your sex life by asking for love in public places... Although some people may enjoy the danger of being discovered, I don't recommend it because it leaves couples vulnerable to being exploited by anyone who happens by or being cited for violating local ordinances against indecent exposure. She went the law route. So, I mean, you know. I don't think that there's anything sexual about a nude beach. That's the thing. No, it doesn't sound like that at all. But what she's saying is the the nude beach is less messed up than doing it in public. Kind of a thing. Right. No, I get it. Which is somehow like... I think weird because if you brought up like having sex in a car or going to a nude beach, you know, in this country, I feel like a lot more people have or would almost be more comfortable doing it in a car than going to a nude beach. Well, yeah, because then you're like exposed to the public. Yeah, no, I understand. Lauren, are you still with us? No. <laughs> when I don't care about the subject, I stop mm. paying attention. Okay, well, we got another one. This is this one's for us, Laura. This came out off the Instagram, the Dear Albie Instagram. Uh, Dear Albie and gang. I'm a fan of this podcast and listen to it a lot. I'm 28 years old, single, and live in a suburb outside of Boston. The reason why I'm writing is that uh, I'm terrible in the dating field because I have some challenges. I'm on the autistic spectrum along with having learning disabilities and other various health issues. When I meet guys, I try to be as honest as possible and open to my situation. Unfortunately, I've been open in the past and have gotten rejected several several times. I don't want to pretend to be someone that I'm not, but I also want to be honest with the person that I'm dating. Love the podcast, by the way. My dad's sister... My Aunt Amy casted your mom for Real Housewives of New Jersey. Any advice would be appreciated. She really buried the lead on yeah. that one. That would that, that's you know, we have her to thank apparently. Yes, um, I have to respond. Yeah, this is this is pretty boring. You know. I mean, I don't I don't know. Is she going on a date and being like, Hi, um, you know, we're on a date. You obviously think I'm mildly attractive and I obviously think you're mildly attractive and I like enough of your personality and you like enough of my personality to go on a date with me. So just go on the date. like. Yeah, it seems <clears> like she's saying she gets rejected. No one's telling you not to be honest about who you are. No one's telling you not to say that you're, you know, on the spectrum or, you know, I have a learning disability. I know you put in there that you have a learning disability. I have a learning disability. Al has a learning disability. So does Christopher. 
I I was in the smaller classes growing up when, you know, I was in high school because I had a learning disability. I don't, I'm not embarrassed of that, but I don't feel that that's something that when I go on a date with somebody that I need to, like, hey, I want you to know. I just feel like we all have shit. Yeah, like, I want you to know I have a learning disability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all depends. But, like, see if he likes you for who you are because sometimes people could be shallow. So, like, it might be in their head, like, oh, well, like, the first, like, it's like you're identifying yourself as being like that's who I am. That's obviously not who you are. You are. There's obviously mm. so much more yeah. to, to who you are and the person that you are. Being, you know, being on the spectrum and having a learning disability doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Just like the fact that you might really love. I mean, I love dinosaur chicken nuggets. The ones that you might go eat. <laughs> I love them. Okay, I don't think that defines me. I'm not going to tell little, someone I think it's a that. Different, but okay. No, but it's something about me. I'm not going to tell somebody that on my first date because they might be like, "This girl's white trash." Well, that, think... That's like for me. Mm, you know, I'm 35 and mm. I'm single. Mm. Do you think that I tell people that I live at home with a cat? All of the things that you have wrong with you yeah. beforehand. Right. Do yeah. you think I'm going to be like, "Oh yeah," and then immediately, what's the thought? Do you know how long it would take for me to tell somebody before I go on a date with them all the things that are wrong with well, me? That's the... Yeah, like, it, but, 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 Listen, being on the spectrum, and, and, no, it's not being you. on the spectrum and and having it's a learning disability doesn't mean are. anything's wrong with you. But the thing is, you are obviously, you know, like you're you're getting these dates, you're going out with these people, so they obviously like something about you. So maybe they're almost seeing you coming out right away and saying that is almost like a a security. Um, well, here's no, the thing. No, it's like, like like to me, it's mm. like it becomes a thing. Like, oh, I have I have I should tell you before <clears> we get started, and then it doesn't matter what it's about. It could be like like it, it's like. When you're dating somebody and, like, you haven't gotten, like, sexual yet, but you get to know them a little bit and, you know, you're really, like, taking, you know, you're really, like, realizing that you like them. You're realizing you want to spend more time with them. Maybe you haven't gotten sexual yet and then they want to be like, listen, I wanted to tell you that, like, I have chlamydia. Yeah, but then on the other like, hand. Like, you know what I mean? But- it's like, or I have herpes. It doesn't go away. I have herpes, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but I like this person. I've invested myself in this person. But then on the other hand, if somebody, let's say somebody has a kid and they don't tell you right away they have a kid, they have a kid. Like if I was on a date with somebody and I went on several dates and they never told me that they had children, that would bother me. Okay, but but what if, but what if it's like, let's say it's asthma. Let's say it's asthma. No, but mm-hmm. if it's a And it's a bit- cold winter day and no one's getting an asthma attack. Do you find a reason to tell someone well, that you have asthma? Hang on, this is here, here's how, here's Do you how feel I a reason look at it. No, tell this person no, you have diabetes. But, but, no, like that's not necessarily something that you sit at a first date mm-hmm. to seriously tell them. I don't think any of the things that she has going on really define her. As a matter of fact, I think it probably enhances her personality and makes her a better person because, like, going through some of the things and challenges that she feels like she has faced, you know, I think it makes you more resilient. It makes you a lot more. Um, I think it makes you a deeper person that you know we can relate to some of the issues that she has, but. The thing is this. I look at it in the following ways. If she feels like she has to put these things out there because she is, for whatever reason, she would feel a little bit more secure or confident in herself before she says something, that's one thing. Like, for instance, if there is something that's going on with you, so if if you met somebody that was deaf and you met them on a dating app, okay, um, And that was clearly going to be something that when you got together, you wanted to prep them for so they knew, like, you know, let's go to a certain place where communicating will be easy. It's going to affect the (laughs) date. It's going to affect things. Whereas the autism is not necessarily going to affect well, the other that's, person, well, that's, but that's what he's saying. So are you, you trying tell to them... push them away? Well, it depends. Like, so them? if if she might she might have an element of that. Like, let's say the autism end of things is I have an aversion to loud noises, or like me, like I've got like like little things that I know are kind of cute to myself. Like, there's like it's tough for me to be in like really crowded places. I I, don't, I got like a little social anxiety happening. I suck it up, whatever. But not everybody feels the same way. If somebody has a severe social anxiety, you might want to tell them, Hey, listen, I have an aversion to this type of thing. 
You know what I mean? Even so like that. Yeah, but I, I have that. I have anxiety attacks. I have panic. But, I have that. And I don't, sh- that's not something I share. Yeah, right. But if it was so bad that you couldn't ever be in a crowded place and somebody said, meet me at a bar, you knew the odds are stacked against you immediately. So you might want to, so her, if also, she might be doing it from that perspective. But also we have to understand, even if it has nothing to do with autism or anything like that, if someone says to you, perfect example, a friend of mine was on a first date, didn't like a specific food that the guy made her. Okay, and was like, I don't eat that. Nope, nope, I don't eat that. And made a thing about not eating it. Mm-hmm. Th- that stuck with the guy forever, and he ended, ended up breaking up with her because was, she made that was such. Me. It was Christine. <laughs> and I she feel made, like I might cry right she here. She made wow. such a big this? deal God. about the guy making. You, you have to call yourself out. It's okay because I feel like I was gonna cry. She when made was such this? a big deal about this guy making no, lobster on a first date that she was like, she was like, I can't eat, I can't eat this, I can't eat this. Why, like, why was she nervous we about were, it? We were together after that, and then he brought that up later on as a reason why we were no longer together because he felt that I wasn't appreciative, and it broke my heart. Well, th- did you do? You, what's your issue with lobster? I, I don't like it. So I'm allergic. Here's the thing: before our first date, he called me and said, "I would love to cook you dinner." What do you not? Do you have any preferences or things you don't like? And I said, "No, I'll eat anything." Oh wow, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. And so I should have. Now I'm in a different place because than you I won't. was then. You won't eat anything. And that was also well, a long. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But that it was, was long, five but, years ago. But, but my point is of that is that I something every day like of my life. that sticks with like, guys suck. Mm-hmm. Something like that sticks with. Oh, she's difficult. I can't deal. She's not difficult. She just doesn't like lobster. Five years later, he will reference lobster in conversation. Yeah, and and he doesn't. But that's the thing. Like it could be something as simple as lobster. It could be something as simple as being like. You know what? I know you want me to go out with your friends, but I don't like strangers. I'm a little socially awkward. I don't want to go out with strangers. Okay. And then they'll be like, what is this bitch? Like, what's wrong with her? She's well, awkward. I, mean, like, I, so- I have a friend, right? Mm, and ahead. she was dating somebody who, unbeknownst to her, she knew that he had been um, in the army and away in Afghanistan, but did not know that he had PTSD. So they go to the Thanksgiving Day Parade. He doesn't say anything about anything. They get there, and now you're in a crowded space. There's wow. a lot of people. Yeah. And he has, like, a complete attack of his PTSD so bad, and she had no idea what was yeah. going on. And it became one of those things where she was like, well, why didn't you tell me? If you would have told me, I would have been understanding. We didn't have to come here. And he was embarrassed to share that part of himself with her because mm-hmm. their relationship was so new. But I feel like if it's the right person, they'll be understanding. Well, I, I you know what? I think that... So I have been in the situation from the other end where somebody's told me, hey, I've got this issue and you should know about it kind of a thing. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that made me say, you know, no go. You brought so up you something interesting before. And then I didn't eat it. You would be okay with it? No, I, that that I would. I'll tell you where my issue with that would be if I was the guy. Well, a couple of things. Number one, did you show up and the lobster was already cooked? No, he cooked it when I was So how there. the hell did you not know he was making lobster? No, I did. He was making it, and I said, oh, God, I don't eat it. And then it was, like, alive, and he was putting it in the pot. It was, like, a whole thing. You should have just sucked it up and ate it. Uh, you know what? Oh, you I know would've... what it is? Because of the way I feel about things now, I am disappointed in myself, but it was one of those things where it was a first date, and I was nervous, and I just kind of... Uh, a cooking first date... how I was acting. A cooking first date is pretty hardcore, yeah. though, too. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Like, going to somebody's place, I'm going to cook for you time. the first and time. It was, I had just started online dating, and I had just gone out of a seven-year relationship. It was my first date after seven years with somebody, mm-hmm. and really my first date dating as an adult that I met online, yeah. and he was like, come to my house, and I was like hesitant about that, but that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. So I did it. You know, it's funny. Like you, you, you brought up a couple of interesting things too, right? So in that example, if you said, "Hey, I'll eat anything," like I'm the type of person that, like, if you freaked out, 
I would say to myself, oh, well, you know, like, I wouldn't be like, well, what's going on? I went out and got lobster. I like, also oh, no. didn't like, expect know. him to make lobster, so I didn't want to be like, oh, I won't eat lobster, as if I expected him to make something like that. Right. Well, look, I think there's a couple different aspects to it, but for her specifically, I think, you know, you don't necessarily have to explain all the things that you might feel, um, you know, you should let somebody know about. Like, like, you can get to know somebody, I think, to Lauren's point a little bit first, but if these are things that you think... You're telling them you're telling these people something because you want them to build that experience, that first date experience around something that is going to make you feel comfortable the most yourself. I don't think she should be ashamed of that at all. Like you got to do what you got to do. You also feel like you get a feeling with people of whether or not that's something you'd want yeah. to share. Well, so I'll give you an example, right? You brought up having kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have dated a couple people that have had kids before, right? And one instance I knew that, you know, she, she had a, had a baby but the girl hadn't brought it up. And the reason that I had an issue with it was I eventually brought it up to her. I was like, listen, I go, do you think that I'm going to like run away kind of thing? Like it's clearly on your Instagram type stuff. Like what's the deal, you know? And I actually, the response I got back was actually really sad. Just like a lot of guys actually bail when they hear that stuff. And to me, in a weird way, on that level, if you, if there's something that is a part of your life, a major, major part of your life, and you're trying to bring somebody into it on a dating level and they can't handle hearing whatever that is, whether it's something that is you know, personally afflicting you or even a good thing or a bad thing, whatever it is. If it's something that just makes you a little bit, you know, uh, I guess, different than what you would consider to be normal or average. Right. If that's going to scare the guy off, you don't want to date the guy in the first place. So fuck. Right. Him. No, I agree. Because yeah. I have a situation where my mom has MS and she's paralyzed and I take care of her a lot. So it becomes a situation where there's been guys that I've dated where I haven't brought it up and then other ones where I've been forced to bring it up because it takes up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, it takes a lot of a big toll on me. So either they're accepting of that or they're not. So, so, so some you, people have been accepting and some have not. I don't understand why in that instance, I mean, knowing you personally, a lot of where I think you're really, a, I don't like talking nice about you, Christine, but the, the, a lot of where <laughs> I, I think a lot of where I think you're actually compliment? a very amazing human being, wow. a very kind hearted person has to, has to do with your relationship with your mom oh, thank you. and how, like how, how you are with like really everything on that end of things. Why, what do you, I don't understand number one, why a guy would be turned off to it. But number two, like, do you look at that as, I mean, it's kind of like somebody like blowing off your best quality type thing. Are you almost like relieved when, when guys don't understand it? Um, I think I'm more in, I'm, I'm glad that I know that they don't understand it right away because then I know that they're not the type of person I want to be with because they don't have that kind of compassion. Mm-hmm. Because there, there are times when obviously I'll come home from a day with her and I'm emotional and it's difficult. And if they don't understand where that's coming from, then... Yeah, they're not for me. I just think I just think at the end, like you know, you know how she she uh, Allie here, um, even as she like kind of closes out the the question, she says, "I don't want to pretend to be somebody that I'm not, but I also want to be honest with the person that I'm dating." I think if they can't handle who you are, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna buy yourself three weeks of a couple well, that's of dates. The thing. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're saying it as a way to deter people from dating you like oh, okay this is what's going on but on the other hand it's maybe something that you can ease into it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be something that you share immediately see mm-hmm. if you have a connection with the person first i agree it's almost like that's something personal about you that maybe they don't even deserve to know that mm-hmm. unless they're worthy of it i like it i like it um, we're going to move on. We've got another we got another dear Albie at dearalbie mailbag@gmail.com. This is from the mailbag and 
We got another. We got another name. We got another name, Good guys. Name. What's the name? This is from T I A N. I'm gonna say Tian. 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 Tian probably. Tian. T- short for something? T-I-A-N. Tian. Tian. I'm going to say Tian. Anyway, Dear Albie, I haven't been in the dating field Lauren's in a while. Tired. I know. Lauren's so over this. Dear Albie, I haven't been in the dating field in a while. I get a date here and there, but nothing has been sticking. My friends have a group chat all about helping me find a girlfriend. They even have a due date, August 1st. I recently saw a girl I went to high school with on Instagram and thought about sliding into those DMs. I just don't know exactly how to. No, I have never had a single conversation with her in my life. Please help. Tian. How old is he? Now, that was my first question. Is it a he? Is Tian a guy's name? Looks like it. I think I'm going to roll with this like it's a guy, which is shocking to me. Well, I, like that's our first guy. my friends and he said girlfriend. Yeah, right. But it could, I mean, it could be a girl. But my thing is, I've never, we've never had a guy right in. So, oh really? Yeah, that's never happened. So that that would be big, Tian. That'd be big. So I'm gonna address this like it's a guy, um, because I got a feel. I I feel like that's um, sliding into those DMs makes me feel like it's a guy. Those DMs. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so friends have a group chat about helping me find a girlfriend. They have a due date August first, which is really something. Um, it's cool but that the what's friends. What's weird got, to me mm-hmm. is that a group of guys wouldn't necessarily have a group chat about helping someone find it. Is it a lesbian? That's what I'm saying. I think Tian might be a lesbian. We can't really answer this until we know the sex of Tian. Well, We're going to have to revisit this. Well, no. I mean, look. At the end of the day, I saw a girl I went to high school with on Instagram and thought about sliding into those DMs. I just don't know exactly how to. Well, so we can make this about well, DMs. Why did, you, why did we never talk to her before is what I want to know. Well, he, I mean, look. Maybe he or she, Tian. Maybe Tian didn't go to – maybe they went to a massive high school. that They couldn't muster up the courage at the time, whatever it is. But sliding into the DM – actually, believe it or not, like, that's probably the best – like when you when you're sliding to somebody's DMs, my philosophy on it I've I've done that once or twice in my life. My philosophy on it has always really? been the same. Yes, Christine. I believe that if your friends are giving you a due date, then your friends are fucking morons. No, when I you mean, find somebody, to... you find somebody that... stupid. You don't get a due date. That means you're gonna force yourself to date somebody and make them your girlfriend also, just so you meet the due date. My initial reaction is comes from a, a personal standpoint where I feel like there are guys that several guys that I went to high school with that have gotten divorced or continue to be single and have noticed that I am still single and now all of a sudden it's like oh let me talk to her because she's still single like I'm the only one left well I think maybe you're putting that into your own head but (laughs) (laughs) that's rough Do you, you see a lot of people coming, uh, like people that you went to high school with, do you see them getting divorced now? Yes. Do you, and do they hit you up afterwards, after after that? Yes. Is that an awkward conversation? Yes. Have you gone on any dates with anybody that's gotten divorced? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Look, when it comes to, well, have you, do you guys, have you ever slid into someone's DM, Christine? No. So as someone who's done it, I guess, because um, I, don't, I, don't I don't see how Lauren could have. Um, I go on um, Christine's Tinder and Bumble profile, and I um, slide into guys' DMs. There. I just Candace feel like for girls, it's got to be with for girls. It's got to be so much easier because but here's you know the what? thing: you can say that. However, mm-hmm. it, it it can tend to be easier, but that doesn't mean the quality is there. No, I understand that, and 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 you're absolutely right. And it's probably a lot of t- a lot tougher. The engagement's easier because I think girls probably you know proportionally ignore guys more than you know guys ignore girls. But I'll tell you this much. When it comes to sliding in someone's DMs, if it, this if Tian's a guy, my philosophy has always been the same. If a girl is into you, and you could uh, can can give me a little feedback on this, Christine, tell me if you think this will work. I just hit him with a hi, how are you? 
Because if a girl's into you, thinks you're attractive, this, that, and the other, they're going to respond no matter what. If you send me a hi, how are you? I'm stalking your Instagram yeah. page and I'm seeing if I want to respond to exactly. you Exactly. So that's not something that's ever going to turn someone off, in my opinion. You're not going to get a hi, how are you, and not want to respond to that if you find that other person attractive. Right, but if you call me like a name. I have to get this. I have to take this. You're not throwing up, are you? No. Okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> She's leaving me. That's all right. You're okay. You're in a safe place. How do you feel so far? <laughs> I'm okay. Do you like the show? Sure. I feel like nobody <laughs> wants to give me the satisfaction that the show is good. Well, you just gave me my first compliment ever in however many years we've been friends. So. We've, ha- we've had such an emotional roller coaster on this show between the phone and uh, really compliments. True. It's so many things. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean, like, if if a guy then just says, hi, how are you? That's and fine. You're Don't gonna... call me any names. They'll be like, hey, beautiful, this, Do you that. have crazy DMs that you get? What's the craziest DM you've ever received? I, I don't really get crazy. I just get... Well, yesterday I did have something kind of weird happen, actually. That's never happened to me before. What happened yesterday? Somebody messaged me on my business page. Like a LinkedIn? Um, no, like on my Facebook business page. Mm-hmm. And then from there, pulled my phone number from that page. Oh, no, and no. And tried to FaceTime me. No, thank you. And then messaged me that they were FaceTiming me. And it was a stranger. And yes, and then tried to add me on Snapchat right no, after that. And no I thanks. had a block from everything. No thanks. Which was that's never happened to me before. So I took my phone number down from my. Yeah, that might have been some weird stuff at the end of that FaceTime. Right. I just. Because why? Me out. Why would you go to Snap after that? Right. It freaked me out. Yeah. No thanks. But I've never had anything. I've never but you said anything. no names. So what names do you get called on? I don't know. It just even even like just like. Guys think they're cute when they call you like a little stupid name, like babe or something. Yeah, it's just not a, just if you if you call me that in the first message, I don't know who you are. I'm not answering you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think the way I, the way I always looked at that this type of thing, um, you know, the 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 DM world and everything like that. Number one, I don't think it's that weird because especially now, I think it's not. I don't think there's a stigma that comes with it because well, not anymore. right. That's I think it's very it's other. very normal. Um, but I think in in Tian's case, they are. You know, high school mates or whatever it is from however long ago, you could probably elaborate a little more than what I would typically recommend if you were a stranger. Right, I agree. Right, hey, and and honestly, when I get in that point, my biggest, when I'm the biggest fan of, is just being brutally honest at that point. And say, hey, look, I know this is out of left field. We went to school together. I always thought you were cute. If you're up for a drink, I'd love to meet. If not, no pressure, no big deal. And if somebody rejects you, just be cool with it. Whatever, right. move on. Like, let it go. Right. Don't take it personal. Well, that's it. When when you are kind enough to respond and not ignore the person mm-hmm. and then the person responds in a volatile way, that's the worst. Because it's like, why Why are you getting so angry? I'm, telling, I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, but you know, like I think at the end of the day though, just be honest, be yourself and whatever they say, they say. But I wouldn't cast like a totally wide net either. Like there's no pressure to get a girlfriend by a certain right, date. I agree with Lauren on that. You know, I do agree really... with Lauren on that. Because you can't put the pressure on somebody. No, because I, I just think it's you're like gonna giving them an ultimatum. Yeah, you're gonna make a mistake. This is not yeah. like you know you, you don't have a shot clock on this. This is not you know it's, it's not true. like all the girls are gonna disappear. Right. You know what I mean? You're not grabbing a lifeboat. It's not how it works. But um, yeah, that's what I would say. But so Christine, this is um, are you gonna listen to the show now? Are you gonna listen to your show, the show that you were on just now? Yeah, sure. If we're gonna wrap it up basically. It, I don't know. Why? Why do you, you don't think I would? I don't know. I have no idea what you do. Well, no, you don't. You don't have no idea. You have no idea. Let's ask this: Are you going to put my name in your phone and save it like an actual friend? Uh, sure. You did good today. Okay. Are you gonna listen to the show? Sure. Are you gonna subscribe? If you'd like me to, you have to show you me subscribe. How. I have you have to no rate five now. stars. You have to comment. You have to do the whole thing. All right. 
And then, yes, I will save the name in your phone. Um, No, this was good. Would you you come on and do it again? I sure would if you'd like me to. I thought it was a good show. Yeah. You know, talk about a lot of fun things. It's also a little therapeutic. It is a little bit. You know, I feel like that's part of the reason why people write in. Like, there is a little bit of a... uh, It it feels nice. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Bye, Laura. Wait, you have to take me to my car. All right. Well, this is fun. Thanks, Lauren. Catch you later. Thank you, Lauren. You, You tried. We'll catch you guys later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.